Welcome to the Encourageous Podcast. My name is Angel Clark, and I'll be your host. Everyone goes through difficult things in life, but it takes a special type of person to use their pain to help others. That's exactly the kind of people you're going to hear from here on Encourageous. Each episode will tell the story of someone who not only survived their struggle, but is thriving. Join us for vulnerable, firsthand testimonies that will inspire you to press on. Get ready to be encouraged. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Encourageous Podcast. I want to take a moment to thank everyone who has rated or subscribed or listened to the podcast. I super appreciate it. Um, If you have not already, it would take, take a quick second, and I would love, love, love for you to do that. Um, On Apple, you just click the number of stars, or you can write a review if you'd like. Um, On Spotify, you just follow, and then of course, if you ever wanted to subscribe on any other platforms, that would be greatly appreciated. So, today's episode, I almost said interview, um, but it's not going to be an interview because it's just me. This is the first episode um, where I haven't had a guest interviewee, it's just going to be little old me. So um, the reason I'm doing this today is because my family and I experienced uh, something quite interesting a few weekends ago. We were out on a boat. Um, Somebody graciously let us borrow their pontoon boat for the day and we ended up getting caught in a storm. So uh, basically I thought I would take today and just kind of tell you about that experience Um, and then I'll kind of get into it as we go along and you'll see why I feel like uh, this is a good time to share this. Okay, so it started out a beautiful day. Um, we had about a two and a half hour ride from where we, from the marina to the place we were gonna um, explore. So on the way there, it was beautiful. The sun was shining, um, we brought food, so we had snacks and drinks to keep us occupied. We um, had music blaring, so we were having a great time, you know, just dancing around on the boat and stuff. We saw dolphins, which dolphins are my favorite animal, so I was super excited about that. Um, And then once we actually got to the place we were going, we were having a great time as well. We found starfish, which I've never actually seen a starfish in the ocean before, so I'm super excited. Um, And we were just splashing around and playing in the sand. Of course, we were um, excited to get off the boat after the two and a half hour trek there. Um, It was me and my husband, our two kids, my mother-in-law, my sister-in-law, and then uh, my sister-in-law's boyfriend. So, you know, don't worry. We weren't uh, breaking any any regulations with having a big group of people on the boat. Um, But, so, all of a sudden, we noticed that my sister-in-law and her boyfriend had gotten back on the boat. And we were kind of like, "Uh, what are you guys doing? I, you know, Kurt, my husband, of course, was like, oh, they're being party poopers. So I'm like, maybe they want to leave. Let's go. It takes a long time to get back. So we hop back on the boat and they're like, we checked the radar and we're gonna get caught in a storm, so we need to hurry up and get out of here as soon as possible. Of course, my husband and I were like, oh yeah, sure, it'll be fine. Like, why are you guys worrying? Uh, Not long after we left the destination, I realized that um, maybe it was a little more serious than I thought it was gonna be. So at one point we were um, driving along and there was this like sheet of rain behind us and on a pontoon boat, I mean, I think our max speed was like 19 miles per hour. So keep in mind that's, you know, not exactly a, we're not really outrunning any storms at that speed. 
Um, so we look behind us and there's like this sheet of rain just closing in on us. And of course it caught up to us. So the rain is ice cold. Um, we're bundled up in towels, but our towels are getting soaked. Um, the wind is whipping and we're like freezing. So um, all of a sudden I look to my right and there's storms over there. I look to my left, there's storms that way. I look ahead, there's st- we're just completely surrounded. And because I thought to myself, well, maybe if we take a different way home or, you know, there's a way to get out of it, but there was literally no way in, in none of the directions were clear. Every single direction, there was a storm surrounding us. So that was definitely not ideal. Um, and then on top of that, there were restaurants and stuff that we passed, but most of them were closed because as you guys know, during the pandemic, a lot of businesses, um, if they are open, it's only for takeout. It's not to dine in. So even if we did pass the restaurants, it's not like we could just stop and dock there and grab some lunch. So that was obviously not an option. Um, at the worst point, um, the boat was rocking and all of a sudden the front dipped under the water and water came rushing into the boat and I was so afraid we were going to flip. Um, it was definitely a very scary moment and then it actually happened again and the next time there was a little gate in the front of our pontoon boat and, um, the water, when we dipped under a little bit, the waves came crashing in so hard that it flew the gate open and water just like rushed at us. So it was definitely very scary. And keep in mind, my oldest is five and my youngest is three. So they're, you know, they're little kids. And so of course I was panicking. Um, I definitely had a couple moments where I let my fear take the wheel, so to speak. And it was definitely, um, quite a terrifying experience, I would say. One that I would absolutely never want to repeat. So just for future reference, um, my my oldest now is like, sometimes I'll joke with him like, oh, we're gonna go on the boat today. And he's like, well, as long as there's no storm. So I think our family is forever uh, slightly traumatized by that. But anyways, okay, so if you're wondering, um, I actually wrote a blog post about this. I have the Adventurous Everyday blog where I post um, usually bi-weekly on there. Um, and I can put the link in the show notes for anyone who wants to read that. So you're probably wondering, well, then why are you bothering to tell us this story now? And I will say, um, one reason is because some people are more auditory. So instead of, you know, they're not going to sit down and read a blog, but I definitely feel this is an interesting story to share. So I wanted to give it to you, uh, you know, in an auditory format instead of just a visual format in case that's something that you're interested in. And the other reason is because I believe it's really relevant to today's climate, pun intended. I know that was lame, sorry. Uh, this pandemic, in my opinion, is a storm, not necessarily a physical storm um, like the one my family went through, but it's definitely um, a metaphorical, if not an emotional one Um, for many, many people. So um, basically, I just want to share with you guys the insight I learned from weathering this storm. Okay, I promise that's the last one, at least for now. Okay, so number one, the first thing I learned was to find the good. Um, So in life, we're surrounded by a lot of bad things really kind of all the time. But I believe that if we look hard enough, there's almost always some good. So let's just say, for example, that um, I don't know, the grocery store is out of a particular item that your family always eats. Um, so you're, you have to kind of go buy something that you don't normally buy. 
While it might be annoying, the positive in that could be that it gives you a chance to step outside of your comfort zone and maybe try some new recipes or some new things that you uh, maybe wouldn't have tried before. Or possibly, um, let's say something more dramatic, like maybe this pandemic has caused you to lose your job. I know that that is absolutely awful and I can't even imagine how devastating that must have been, especially if you are the sole provider for your family. But the bright side of that could be that maybe now you can spend some quality time with your family that you normally would have missed out on because you'd be working. Um, so when I was in the storm, I started thanking the Lord for anything that I could think of to be grateful for. Um, I thanked him for the fact that we hadn't run out of gas. I thanked him that we hadn't veered off course because the rain, at one point the rain was just so thick that you could barely even see in front of us. The visibility was very low. So I was nervous that we might get lost. So I just thanked him for the fact that we didn't get lost. Um, I thanked him for the fact that I was on the boat with my family because at least if I was going to die, I would have been with my loved ones. I know it's a little bit dramatic. I understand, but hey, if I'm being honest, for a minute there, I was not entirely confident that we would survive. So that brings me to my next point. Number two is get your eyes off of yourself. At the beginning of the storm, I was at the end of the bench and my kids were cozily sandwiched between my sister-in-law and my mother-in-law. Um, when I realized just how perilous this could be, I began panicking. Um, after a little while, I looked over and I saw my oldest hyperventilating. Um, unfortunately, one of the uh, personality traits that he inherited from me was my anxiety. So, uh, you know, I, I wish he could have gotten some of the more pleasant features I have. But, um, you know, that's where we are with that. Uh, I can't really change anything about it now. So I just have to hope that I can instill some more techniques in him as we go on. But anyways, moving on. So at at that point, once I noticed him panicking, I switched places with my mother-in-law so that I could try to soothe him. I was able to get him calmed down and even to the point where he ended up falling asleep for a little while. So that was, that was definitely um, a good thing. What I noticed was that the moment I started consoling my son, my own feelings of fear started to dwindle. So if there is any uncertainty or apprehension caused by coronavirus and you're, you know, maybe you're paralyzed by that, I encourage you to shift your attention to someone, really uh, anyone, besides yourself. Ask yourself, who needs me right now? Or ask, how can I help? Um, certain medical supplies, such as the N95 masks, are hard to come by, as we all know. So, for example, maybe you could learn how to sew face masks, and then you could get with someone to either deliver them to frontline workers yourself, or like my church, for example, had a, an outreach where they would deliver them to the frontline workers like nurses or police officers. So that's something you could do to get your mind off of things. Um, or maybe your neighbor who lives down the road from you lost his job. Um, so when you're cooking dinner at night, just make a little bit extra and drop it off at his house. That way his family has a nice hot home cooked meal. Um, you never, cause you never know if they're maybe just, you know, if they're living on a more stricted income, they could be maybe eating hot dogs or ramen noodles every day. So they could really appreciate having a nice, you know, a nice meal, something different. Um, quite honestly, there really is no wrong way to help. I guarantee that no matter what you decide to do, your anxiety will start to diminish once you 
help others. Because um, I, I can say from experience that that's what happened with mine was that I noticed my anxiety start to suppress once I started focusing on my son. So number three is the storm will end. Will. Capital will. W-I-L-L. Um, if this quarantine situation has left you feeling desolate, I understand how you feel. Um, I've actually had seasons in my life where one bad thing happened after another only to be followed by yet another bad thing. So please hear me out on this. Although it may feel like the storm you're in will last forever, eventually every storm does come to an end. Um, I think about like Noah and his family when they were in the ark. I'm sure that that 40 days of 40 solid days of rain um, felt like an eternity to them at times, but things will get better, I promise. It definitely may take some time, and you know, to be honest, things probably will never be exactly the same as they were before the pandemic, but you know what? That's okay. Maybe we all needed this time to reset and figure out what really matters in life. Um, so if listening to this has offered you even the tiniest bit of encouragement, then my job here is done. Um, if you do want to read the blog post like I mentioned earlier, I will put that in the comments, um, the show notes. So if you haven't already, you can follow me on Instagram or Facebook. You can find me on both of those platforms at The Encourageous Podcast. Um, or if you don't have social at all, which is totally fine, um, you can email me at theencourageouspodcast at gmail.com, all spelled out. Um, yeah, so like I said, I really just wanted to share this with you guys because I know that times are quite unprecedented right now. Um, you know, we in our lifetime have not, most of us of course at least, um, haven't experienced anything quite like this. Or if we have experienced something similar, um, it's not been to the severity of what we're experiencing now. So um, I just want to encourage you to give yourself some grace in this time. Um, if you are one of those people who, if you're feeling very anxious or if you find yourself worrying about things you normally don't worry about, then I would just, I'm going to say ground yourself in whatever it is that you can that, you know, kind of helps you focus on the positive. Um, maybe spend more time in prayer or meditate or exercise. Um, I can say myself that I, before the pandemic, I was pretty consistent with going to the gym and working out. And then during the pandemic, I've really had a, a rough time because um, my kids just don't understand the space I need. You know, if I'm doing my workout, they're either interrupting me or asking for something or they try to do it with me and then they get in the way and I don't want to accidentally kick them or something, you know, if I'm doing my kickboxing and stuff. Um, so that's definitely been a challenge for me. And I noticed myself getting into like a mental, almost like a mental slum. Like I just, the other day, I was sitting there and I just felt kind of sad. I mean, really, for no reason. No, you know, nothing sad happened that day or there wasn't really anything that I, you know, no valid reason for that. And I thought to myself, you know what? It's probably just because I haven't been working out. I mean, working out is so good for your mental state. Obviously, of course, for your physical body, but I believe that it's also really good for your physical state. So if you're finding yourself struggling you know, with your mental state as well, then I cannot encourage you enough to, you know, take a walk or do some push-ups in your living room or, you know, go swimming, whatever it is that you have to do to get yourself active. Because I truly believe, and I can attest to that myself, that when I 
do exercise, um, I always feel better. So then it makes me wonder why I don't do it. I'm like, I don't know. I guess that's just something in human nature is that uh, we kind of buck against the system and, you know, we don't always want to do the things that we know we should do. So, yeah, that's that's pretty much all I have to say for today. I know it's kind of a short little episode, but I felt like it was something that could hopefully bring some, uh, you know, some positivity into this grim situation that we have going on here. Um, and another quick side note, um, I just want to say to everyone, now that businesses are starting to open back up, now is the most important time you can ever possibly choose to shop local businesses. You know, um, the little coffee shop down the road or that little independent bookstore um, or the thrift shop where you get all the good deals, like those places need you now more than ever. So um, if you are one of the people who are starting to get back out into the world, I encourage you to shop local and shop small because that is going to help our economy stay strong and that will, you know, it helps people keep their jobs. So if you can, of course, that's recommended. Um, the big guys, you know, Target and Walmart and all those places, um, they're, they're not going anywhere. So I always am being more conscious, especially in this time, about shopping with smaller businesses if I have the opportunity to. Um, yeah, so I think that's really all I have for today. I just want to thank you all for tuning in. Um, if you have a topic that you would like to hear discussed on the Encourageous podcast, then I highly encourage you to message me or comment on my social or email me and let me know because I'm, I'm always open to suggestions about what listeners are curious about or if there's a particular person that you know that has a really cool story that they would be willing to share with me here on the podcast, then I am all ears. So I think that's all we have for today. Um, I will catch you guys in a couple weeks. All right, stay safe and sane, everybody. Thank you for listening to the Encourageous Podcast. I hope today's story left you feeling encouraged and inspired. Come back every other Thursday for a new episode and be sure to subscribe. Your support makes a world of a difference, especially for a new and bi-weekly podcast like this one. If you want to connect with me on social, you can find me on both Instagram and Facebook at The Encourageous Podcast. Until next time, stay encourageous. Encourageous.